0: Welcome to the X's and T podcast, where we talk about X's and T with your host, Corey and
1: Danny. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome. This is going to be a wild ride of an episode. Yeah, we would like to uh, provide a trigger warning. First and foremost, this episode will include some very sensitive subject matter. Um, this will include infant death. So if this subject matter is too much for you, we understand. Please come back to our next episode, catch up on old episodes, but this one is not going to be for you. Um, that being said, how's it going? Great.
0: Um, On a lighter note, um, me and Danny did something really exciting last night. Literally the second best concert that I've ever been to. Yes. Second best. Second best. Yeah. So we went and saw country music legend, Alan Jackson. If you're, you know, a country music fan, you will know. He's kind of the GOAT. He's yeah, one of the GOATs. One yeah. of two GOATs. He was great. Say. It was one of the best concerts I've been to.
1: God, it was amazing because I knew every single song. Uh-huh. Yep. And we were in the nosebleed section. Yeah, they, when I tell yeah. you I was panicking, <laughs> I had to drink a beer. Sorry, Dad. Um, I had to drink <laughs> a beer to keep myself from dying. I was yeah. I was so scared. She was a hot mess when we were walking. I in was I'm
0: terrified of heights. I don't do well with them. Yeah, but we were very high. We were so high up, but and the aisles being so high up there, like to get to your seats and stuff, they were much smaller than like normal. Yeah, they're really and, narrow. Yeah. And then you have like people that are sitting in their seats too so like navigating
1: it's to so get there slanty. was scary yeah and I was like shit it was on that it was we did I think we said that if we had to get nosebleeds we weren't going yeah which I don't know that I feel the same way anymore yeah I don't either I would go because after a while you
0: calm down and it was okay oh yeah it was the best I think we even stood up once or twice I think we did yeah
1: yeah the opening guy though he messaged me back on Instagram yeah he was great his name is Corey Farley Check him out. He, yeah, he was great. He had a lot of. Um, you could tell he's very inspired by Toby Keith, who's like mm-hmm. my second favorite artist ever. And he's he really nice. A lot of
0: cover songs. He with did.
1: Yeah, and he messages you back on Instagram, so he's yeah, worth worth yeah. uh, looking into. But yeah, second best concert. Second, of course, to Eric Church. Nothing. <laughs> nothing will beat that. Nothing will beat that for Danny. Yeah, for sure. Ever. Um. Yeah, it was a great show. Just like nineties
0: classic nineties country music is. There's nothing better. It's, yeah. It's my favorite. So like being able to see Alan Jackson, especially since how this is like his, his last, last tour. tour
1: that he's been doing. Yeah. It was, it was great. That was a bucket list item checked off. percent. 100%. Yeah, 100%. So jealous of everybody in the pit. He is yeah. such a humble man. The yeah. Amount of stuff that he gave out. Yeah. And the amount of stuff he signed at the very end. Mm-hmm. It was more than I've ever
0: seen yeah. somebody do. Oh, absolutely. Especially, I don't know, just like The fact that he's literally so humble and he's done this for so long and is the celebrity that he is when he's like, I don't know, like you could just, he's like a normal person. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think your standards for people should be if they don't, if they can't name at least three Alan Jackson songs and sing along to them, they're not for you. I agree yeah (laughs) but you know not everybody likes country music either unfortunately I guess
0: guess you can have that pass if you don't listen to country music but not but at least you should know who he is yeah
1: so we wanted to to kind of talk about something light before before (laughs) so Corey who who do we have with us today we
0: have a very special guest and he is actually my older brother um we, so i think we've shouted him out a couple times <laughs> we have yes um if you've been along the ride for the uh kyle episodes in our prime days you know very beginning here you've heard me mention him because he's uh he's he rescued me a lot of, thank god through things with kyle oh so, yeah brandon you can go ahead and mute yourself and say hello hello we're gonna be talking about Quite a heavy subject. So, like Danny said, this is a big trigger warning to everybody. There's going to be talk of um, domestic violence, domestic violence, domestic abuse, and also and infant death. death. So, if you do not want to be here for
1: that, we don't blame you. Um, tune in next time. So, what's crazy about this situation is that Corey and I have mentioned this too. Is that eight yeah. years ago, nine years ago, this would have never been a thought in our minds ever. Um, for all of us to be here. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. (laughs) And this is actually kind of our first time talking. So what a time
2: on a good note. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the last time we'd ever seen each other was gosh, and it wasn't even ever a proper introduction ever. (laughs) Um, it was a long time ago at a grocery store when I was with Kyle and it was not a good, good time, but now, now we have, you know, we've moved past it and we're all here as friends, surprisingly enough. Right. My brother, Brandon,
0: he's joining us from North Dakota, and he just recently moved there. How's that been going?
2: Uh, It's cold already.
0: Yeah, I bet. I bet. I don't. It's not bad. It's
2: good. I like it. I enjoy
1: it. Not like Tennessee? No,
2: definitely not. I left all the humidity there.
1: So what is it that compelled you to want to speak out with us?
2: I don't know. I mean, there's been... I wanted to talk to somebody about everything and then you guys started this whole podcast and i figured what better way to talk about it than everybody could hear it especially especially you know my side of the story because no one's ever heard my side of the story like i was telling them earlier this is the i think one of the first times i've actually sat down with somebody and talked about this whole situation
1: right right it's quite the situation yeah Honestly, we are so grateful for your time. We're grateful that you're here and willing to speak with us. But I think first and foremost, we are like, I guess, super happy that you have you have this willingness to, to speak because it's hard enough, I think, for women to come out and talk about their domestic abuse situations, mm-hmm. but I think it's a lot harder for men. Mm-hmm. And um, I think this will definitely pave the way for other people to hopefully want to come forward and tell their stories or even just feel comforted knowing that they're not alone. Right. And
0: oh. also- I do want to say during this, it's pretty heavy stuff. And I just want to make note that we don't take any of what we're talking about lightly. Um, It's it's a heavy topic. But the way that some of us do cope, especially my brother and I, uh, we do it very well. We cope with our trauma by, um, you know, making jokes about it, making light about it. Obviously, it is not something that's a light um, subject. So if we start talking and one of us
1: laughs, don't be alarmed. Don't be offended. Don't be offended. Because Cor- I mean, Corey and I, we, we talked about this before too. I mean, how else do you cope with immense amounts of trauma exactly i mean you end up having a fucked up sense of humor and then like we talked about you're sending memes back and forth that will get you put on an fbi watch list so you have to text and be like fbi (laughs) (laughs) this is a joke
2: yeah, I didn't mean it. I promise.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So I just wanted to make that very clear if we're talking about this and one of us
1: cracks a joke or starts laughing or something like that.
0: Yeah. Because
1: so. it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Because yeah. um, we also, I don't know, we just don't want this to be something that we want it to be serious, mm-hmm. but we also just want it to be relatable. Right. Um, so that being said, so how, so the the subject that we're talking about today, do you want to just give us kind of a brief description of, you know, what it is that you want to talk about?
0: Uh,
2: well, back in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. 2019, January, uh, there was, I guess it was national news.
0: Yeah. Of a situation that happened.
2: At, in an Amazon building in Phoenix, Arizona.
0: Yeah. Wow. So before all this happened, you were dating somebody. Yeah how how did that relationship start where did you meet her old, no judgment good old what tinder tinder, tinder. Yeah. all right all right nice you always find is the it, good ones on tinder
2: Wasn't <laughs> my best judgment But at the time, I just just moved to Phoenix at the time.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: So I didn't have any friends or anything. And I was really looking for friends at that point. But you know how that goes.
1: Right. Yeah. You're in a new area. You just want to connect with people, especially when you're going for a fresh start. Right. When you had first come to Phoenix, like what was your mindset and like what compelled you to move?
2: (laughs) That might be a different story. Just
1: looking for a fresh start is what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, at the point, my parents lived down there and I was done with working at that point. And, uh, I packed up in the U-Haul and moved down there in Ooh, December wow. or January of some two thousand
1: seventeen. Yeah, dang, wow. So. What year is it that you meet this person?
2: The end? No, not the end. Twenty Beginning of 2018, we dated for about a year before all of this happened.
1: Mm-hmm. What was your guys' relationship
0: like? Do you think it was like a fairly normal relationship? Yeah, it was
2: pretty normal. I mean, I worked all the time. I was working 80 plus hours a week, you know. But she was working nights. Now she, she wasn't working at the time. Did but... you
0: have, like, in the beginning, when you guys were first dating and, like, towards the end, obviously before this event happened, was there any, like, major major red flags that you had seen and maybe just rushed under the table
2: um I don't none major that come to my mind Mm -hmm. you know but also you know I was working all the time I was at work all the time you know I came I was basically at the house to eat and sleep and shower I was pretty much about it
0: right so you just maybe you weren't really around each other that often to maybe pick up some of those things
2: yeah and I probably just I was you know probably just tired enough where I wasn't attention to it you know what I mean so it's
1: right yeah I mean when you're so heavily invested in somebody right I think we can all agree that you kind of ignore the, the things that might be blatant red flags to you now mm-hmm. um especially in the moment so when your guys's relationship first started like did would you guys say you were friends for a while did you guys start dating pretty quickly
2: uh well, we were probably friends we hung out almost every day for a good two months before we started dating
0: like official I,
2: yeah you know, like officially and you know I made good friends with her friends stuff like that and I mean I still have oh. some of you you know, the friends that I made through her, um, you know, but I, I mean, it all ended up being a good time. I mean, I made a bunch of friends and I mean, till I left Arizona. That's who I hung out with.
1: Right. That so seems pretty normal. I think that well, yeah. that's usually how it starts, right? You don't, you don't really, you don't really foresee <laughs> what's going to happen. Right.
2: Oh yeah. And I mean, especially like being in that year, I mean, I guess you're still in that honeymoon phase I guess you would call it you know
0: yeah you're actually like excited to be with each other and stuff like that
2: yeah not immediately wanting to kill each other as soon as you walk in the door
1: right right yeah it happens yeah yeah yeah. it's like the frog analogy which I think we've mentioned before it's you know if you put a frog in boiling water it's gonna jump right out but if you put it into like lukewarm water and you slowly turn up the heat it's gonna boil to death yeah right if you get punched in the face your first day you're not gonna go (laughs) back exactly yeah at least I hope not please don't do that right yeah Some of us
2: us are slow learners like me, you know. I might at least one more time.
0: So kind of comes up a little bit later on in this in the story, but her kind of background when you first met her, what was she like? I know you mentioned that before she wasn't working. Was did she w- not work your entire relationship? Did she have like any previous kids, anything like that? Uh,
2: yeah, she was. She was when we first met. She was in between jobs, and then I don't know. I would say a month or so, month and a half after we started talking, she got a job at Subway, and then she ended up ah, Subway. The,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh gosh.
2: And then she ended up being the manager there for a while. Oh, um, Subway. And then she had a daughter from a pre- previous relationship mm-hmm. um, that she was young at. the time, I think she was like 17 when she had him. And just couldn't take care of her so she ended up finding a good family for her and
1: she was placed
0: for adoption
2: yeah which you know makes sense you know?
1: yeah yeah you know, absolutely sometimes young. it's just the right decision right
2: i mean she was at a good home i mean
1: yeah that's all that matters Yeah, you know,
2: that didn't really you know that didn't really raise a red flag at me because i'm like you know i was with you know i seen Corey go through it and i mean
1: it was really hard did she come from a good background did you get to know her family at all
2: i never met her mom like in person i talked to her mom a couple times like once or twice in the beginning of our relationship but i talked to her mom and her sister a whole lot more towards the end of the relationship but i talked her dad her dad was a good guy we hung out we were always always stuff like that uh but you know i don't know in her younger days exactly how it was you know like when they got divorced and stuff like that i'm not
0: Mm -hmm.
2: growing up yeah and i
0: mean even when like obviously because eventually you know we met her and Mom and dad met her and stuff like that. And I mean, the, you guys were over at the house and stuff quite a bit. And I mean, she always seemed like a normal person and seemed a better girlfriend you previously had. So, no. I mean, there wasn't really any red flags that we had seen either. I mean, we always, we always really liked her. Yeah. And and was,
2: I think that was like one of the very few that you guys actually liked, which is,
0: yeah, you know. It doesn't odd. happen often. No. Like,
2: you know, but I mean, it might have been that, that like, you guys liked her, where I tried to ignore some of the red flags. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Yeah. But
2: now we're going kind to of back out. Like,
1: well, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've gotten to know your parents and I love your parents. It's so crazy. I can't believe I'm saying that still. It's so <laughs> wild. Like, I love your guys. Like, your guys' parents are fantastic. And I what, Corey and I talk about this all the time, about how your parents are like two people who combined to make my dad. And your parents just seem like really good at like picking out people that they don't like. I right. mean, your mom said she met Kyle and was like, immediately. 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 No. Yeah. Right. I was the
2: same way too. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. My dad's same thing. My dad's like, it takes me 45 seconds to know if somebody has good intentions or not. Right. Um, so, with that, I mean, especially when your parents approve, it's like, boom, you kind of almost at that point are like, there are no red flags. My parents right. who can recognize red flags don't see any. I don't recognize any red flags. Mm-hmm this is a win-win situation. Right, yeah. yeah. I found a good one, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah,
2: and like as soon as you get the approval from your parents, like they like her and stuff like that or like him, you know, I think that's when you put down like the, the red flag guard. Yeah, your
0: walls kind of come down, so to yeah. speak. Because I mean, having your family like somebody that you're dating is a really big thing. Yeah, oh, I mean, cool. maybe not to some people, but especially like for me, like that's a big thing. Like if my family doesn't like you, then we're going to have some issues. Yeah, but also, obviously, <laughs> I haven't made the best decision decision with decisions uh, with my past relationships. So maybe I'm not the best person to speak on that. <laughs> okay, me either.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> my parents have not liked anybody that I've dated to so. <laughs> Same. So you're in this relationship and you're kind of, would you consider yourself have been on cloud nine? Was this like, if you can look back and think like, was this one some of the happiest you've been in your life?
2: You know, I would say pretty close to, if not the happiest, one of the top, you know, three happiest I've been. Everything was good and going good. You know, we were, happy, we were happy.
0: When you guys were in your relationship, did you guys ever talk about, you know, getting married, having kids, that kind of relationship talk? Anything like that? I mean, every
2: once in a while it would come up, mm-hmm. you know, but nothing, nothing. Serious, I guess you would say.
0: Mm-hmm. Did she? I know, obviously, she had a previous ado- adoption. Did she ever? want more kids did she ever talk to you about that
2: yeah she made it a couple of times that she wants you know another kid and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then you know at that time you know we were living with a friend and stuff like that I'm like we don't like I'm not bringing a baby into this you know right right you know like it'd be different when we have our own house and at the time my truck was always broken
0: <laughs> yeah right no you, know, you so just wanted not... you know that stability yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: you know I didn't I didn't have you know anything like that you know but I mean, it was, I mean, yeah, we talked about it. I mean, it was always, you know, you always have that conversation with, you know, your significant other or whatever.
1: Right. It's an an important thing to talk about. Yeah. If you're not on the same page with this, you know, with your significant other about having children or whatnot, it's probably not going to work out. So. Right. Those are very big things to talk
2: about. Well, yeah. And those are definitely kind of one of those things where it's like, it's hard to, I mean, if, you know, she wants kids and you don't, or if he wants kids and you don't. It's kind of hard to put that aside.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it yeah. takes yeah. a pretty
2: big person to, you know, for to put that aside. I guess you can right. say. Right for
1: that person. Yeah. Yeah, it's either going to be, like, a really good connection where you have this list of non-negotiables, and if that person doesn't check all the non-negotiables, it's just not Yeah, paid. it's not going to go any further. So, she did check all of your non-negotiables then, as far as you guys were on the same page with everything. Did you want kids? Yeah,
2: I mean, at that point, you know, yeah, I wanted a kid. You know, I was 25, 26 at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Like you know, so, yeah, you know, I was at the time where I wanted a kid and started a life. and.
0: Right, maybe yeah. not at that, you know, exact moment, but. Yeah,
2: you know, but if it were to
0: happen, you know, you would be okay with it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's not like we weren't taking any steps not to prevent it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: we've been there. You know, it's
2: kind of like one of those things where if it happened, it happened. If it don't, it don't.
1: Right. Right. So at what point in your relationship, how did we get to where we are now? Like, was there any sort of looking back like a a downhill spiral, if you will? No. Really?
2: No. Everything was great. The day that it happened, she called me, asked for a ride home saying um, she had an accident at work and needed a new pair of pants. And I was at work and I couldn't bring it to, I couldn't bring it to her. So our friend did, you know, so I couldn't leave. Right. You know, but no, literally, we hardly ever fought. And I mean, if we did, it was over a little stupid shit. Like mm-hmm. literally a five minute argument and then it was kind of done.
1: Wow. That's crazy. And I only say that because I know like right. what happened to happen. Right. So kind of take us back to maybe, maybe the month following, like if you can kind of briefly remember, um, kind of what that looked like I know you said there was no real downward spiral but like was everything pretty normal do you guys love your day-to-day
2: oh yeah I mean everything was normal I mean I think I think a month before that I just bought a brand new truck well not a brand new truck and we got a house a couple months before that you know so it's like you know everything was going just as normal as they were
1: right it seems like things are really falling into place like those are some pretty big steps you move into yeah. you have a house you get a new vehicle like these are all the things that you had mentioned that like you wanted to solve before you were really ready to kind of take that next step of children or marriage or you know whatever that next steps, steps like yeah. yeah
2: yeah and we moved out out of town you know because a little i wanted some property and stuff that was we wanted to get horses or you know whatever we had a little acre to do that and that's what it was we got a, an acre with a two bedroom house or a three bedroom house
0: you lived yeah. in the middle of nowhere
2: yeah but that's what i like you
0: know?
2: i know <laughs> it's always been like that you know? driving but there
0: just... i always felt like i was gonna be driving and driving and driving and driving
2: but if you would have drove like three more hours you ended up in california so <laughs> yeah yeah oh, Wow.
1: yeah it, it was out there i don't think i've ever been to this part of Arizona before? So no, you haven't. are not missing much. Yeah, sure, really not. There's a dollar oh. general
2: there a bar. That's about it.
1: Hell yeah. No, those are the best places. <laughs> so skipping ahead,
0: January 19th, 2019. Not to go into too much detail right
1: now, how was that day for you?
0: Uh, morning. Yeah. What's your, what's your day look
1: like? Yeah, maybe then, maybe the day before and then kind of leading up into that day. Like, what did that look like?
2: Well, I mean, the day before was normal. The day of was normal. I went to work. Um, um,
0: How was her behavior? Like, was she acting any different? Seemed like a normal any other, any other day?
2: Just, like in every other day, she was working at, at Amazon at the time, you know, and I think my truck was broken again. But I remember I dropped her off at work that morning and and I went to work. We weren't working very far. She was downtown Phoenix and I was working 67th of Peoria. And uh, no, everything was fine. We talked on her break, talked on our lunch, talked on our second break. And then shortly after a second break, she called me saying she had an issue she needed a new pair of pants.
0: Is that how she worded it? She had an issue? Well, remember.
2: what she said was it was her time of the month and uh. it was, yeah, you know. So it's like, I didn't, I'm a dude. I don't fucking know what that was going Right,
0: you're not the wiser. You're <laughs> like, I right. like, okay. gotta
2: take care of this. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I can't leave work though. So can, you know, your friend... You know, can she bring you a pair of pants? Right. You know, and then like, I can tell she was, I don't know, like um, a little confused, I guess you could say, you know, but I didn't pay anything to it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would confuse the shit out of me too. You know what I mean? Right. Like how she's telling me, it would confuse
0: me. Right. Right. And especially listen to how, I mean, to be fair, most men don't know how to go about right. that time of month, you know, it's not kind of foreign to them. So you say something and they're like, ah sure. Whatever. Yeah. You kind of yeah, push it. it under you the know. rug, you know?
2: Yeah, it's like you tell us to go to the store and get tampons or whatever for you like sure and then you stand in the aisle for five minutes going i don't know what the hell i'm looking at you know
1: right right why is wow, there the so... options <laughs> yeah yeah but
2: i mean no nothing was that ordinary nothing no red flags i guess you could say
0: that's right, wild you weren't like you didn't have a you weren't fighting nothing like that
2: no and then she was at her friend's house was just happened to be right down the street she moved into a house down the street from where i was working at mm-hmm. so when I, when I got off her friend just came and dropped off the shop and then we rode home like nothing ever happened
1: wow so as far as you know at this point she got her period at work it was a little overflow if you will yeah. and she just needed to change her clothes um and her demeanor when she was talking to you she just seemed like hey i had an issue her normal self like her normal yeah, self.
2: It, it caught, it, you know it caught her off guard and, you know like you know sometimes it just happens like that you yeah know?
0: yeah i mean sometimes it really Really. does happen. Really. So. A funny thing, kind of side note about this is when this happened that day when actually she was already picked up. So her friend mm-hmm. had already come and got her and I got a Snapchat from her and it's a picture. It's really eerie. like to think of now that I know what had happened. He, she sent me a Snapchat and it was a picture of her sock and yeah. on her sock, she had blood and she said in her little caption on it was, oh, I got my period at work
1: fucking kidding me
0: yeah i'm not kidding you
1: that's so fucked
0: yeah and i and i responded and i was like oh shoot that that sucks yeah you know i mean i didn't really think anything of it you know and i never heard from her after like she never replied or anything so i was like all right whatever and that was that
2: well then like you know a couple hours after that you know like we went home made dinner everything was fine you know did our normal nightly shit right you know and then
0: and she still seemed normal
2: yeah and then i remember on facebook i think it was yep mom tagged her in in that
0: yep so the thing that he's referring to is there was an article on the local news station about the situation that happened and my mom saw it and it was it happened to be at the same building that she had worked at whoa really yeah and none related. We still didn't know what was happening. Holy shit. So my mom saw this and she tagged her in this and was, and that's all she put. She just put her name on it.
1: Right. So like, Hey, look at this. Like, is this exactly. crazy? did you hear about this kind of thing? Exactly. Oh my God. And she,
0: um, on that, she, on the Facebook thing, she never replied. She never liked it. Nothing. And my mom had actually kind of forgotten about it, you know? Right. And so, you know, we moved on like it was, I mean, even at home, my mom, like she showed me the article and I was like, whoa, that's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. what the fuck? And then, yeah, that was it.
2: It's like, you always hear about this kind of thing too. Like, you know, throughout the years, you always hear about it, like it happening somewhere else. Like, you know, like when we lived in Oregon, we were, I heard it all the time, like in, you know, Houston or, you know, I got yes. yeah. like you know, I never, Unfortunately, would, yeah. you know, I never would have thought that
0: it would
1: happen to you. Right. Yeah,
2: like I would be in that situation
1: where Right. You're so far yeah. removed from it because you're like, damn, that sucks. Like I feel for these people, like I'm so sad for them. Yeah. But it's I'm sure a whole whole, whole different, different ballpark. Yeah. yeah.
0: My day for that after the Snapchat that I got, I mean, I didn't really think anything else of it. And then mom got um saw that um article. Yeah. And again, like she never responded to it or anything. So I mean, we all just kind of forgot about it, you know, moved on had dinner, stuff like that, went to bed. And then that early morning, I guess, it was about two o'clock in the morning. I I was sleeping, obviously, but I kept hearing these voices while I was sleeping. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Right. And I kind of start waking up more and I realize that there's men talking. And at first I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, scary. Like, that's not something you want to wake up to. Yeah. And so I come to more and I'm like more awake. And I realize that I can hear my dad's voice. And then I hear two other people talking and I kind of wake up and I like peek out my bedroom door because my door was open. So I peeked out there and I see these two men dressed in black scary. And I was like, fuck men in black are here. (laughs) I didn't know what to think. I didn't have my glasses on either. And without my glasses, obviously I can't see very well. Exactly. And I was like, what the hell? So I put on my glasses real quick and I walked out there and they were just getting ready to like explain to my dad what was happening. And they asked us if we knew anything about a situation that happened at the Amazon building today. And if we knew where Sam was,
1: oh my word!
0: And I still didn't connect the the fact of like the article that my mom had yes. read, and my mom wasn't out there yet. She she was getting ready to come out, but she hasn't. She didn't make it to the living room yeah. yet. And we were just kind of so confused about what was happening. And then the detective goes, "There was an incident in the bathroom at the Amazon facility where we found." a deceased infant and me and my dad just kind of looked at each other and we were like, what the hell? And then they go and we have reason to believe that Sam is involved.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And we just We just continued to look at each other and while this all is happening, her dad is there and he, I still don't know why he was there. For some reason, he brought the detectives to my parents' house versus going to where my brother and Sam lived because obviously they didn't live with us. So versus going straight to the source of where they lived to talk about this, they, he brought them to my parents' house, which was weird to us because Especially thinking about it now, like yeah. why would you do that?
2: And it's also like where you guys live versus where we left was, or where we lived was completely opposite directions of each other.
0: Right. So it was like going out of the way to go yeah. go to mom and dad's house.
1: So they come to your house asking, right, about yeah. this girl who your brother has been dating, right? right? And yep. up until this point, you have no red flags. They're in a happy relationship. Yeah. And all of a sudden, two policemen are in your house. Two detectives are in your house. <laughs> investigating a deceased infant that was found in trash. Yes. At the at the workplace that she worked. Yes. That's fucked.
0: Yes. And I did not actually mention that. But yes, the infant was found deceased, wrapped in a plastic bag. And then it was a girl. We found out later on. She was then placed in the trash can in the women's bathroom. Oh, my word. Um, the only reason that they had found her was because, you know, the janitorial surface was asked to go in there to clean up because there was blood. Yeah. There was blood in the bathroom stall and it needed to be cleaned up. And when the person went to go take out the trash can, they realized, wow, this is a lot heavier than it should be. And they looked inside and that's when they found her.
1: And the horror yeah, the sheer horror of walking into something like that, right? Just unknowingly, you're doing your job. Just
0: the trauma right. that I'm sure that the person who found her was going through. Like I could not imagine, right? Finding deceased baby in a fucking trash can at an Amazon. At an Amazon, fucking Amazon. So at this point, my mom she comes out, and they she kind of got there mid end of it. And she was like, wait, back it up. And she kind of like asked them to like rephrase what they were talking about. So she could like hear what they were saying. And she, as soon as she told them, she goes, I literally just tagged her in a post about this on Facebook. Wow. And the detectives were like, what really? And so my mom showed them what it was. And it was like, yeah, she never replied to it or anything like that. And then I had told them about the Snapchat, that I received from her, because like I said, she sent me that Snapchat of what happened. And so um after that, they were trying to find my brother, and obviously, you know he's at home fucking sleeping it's early in the morning, you know, right. and so and they had tried to call him previously, but obviously he wasn't answering so then my dad ended up calling him, and I think it might have took a couple of times before he did answer, but eventually he did answer so, so
1: so the the Facebook post, your mom is showing the police this Facebook post. that was an eerie foreboding, right to see like this,
0: this you know, you have now background knowledge of what had happened, but you literally didn't think anything of it because, right? Well, why would that happen to you, you know? Yeah. And then you're realizing, oh, shit, this is potentially happening to me, right? And then the detectives are there confirming it. Right. I mean, she was a witness. They saw her in the bathroom for hours and then she comes out. Obviously, I mean, it's pretty obvious that it was her. Yeah. And then eventually, obviously it is confirmed.
1: My dad ended up getting a hold of my brother on the phone. Wow. So I think this is a fantastic place to wrap it up for part one. Mm-hmm. That was heavy. Yeah. Um, but I think the heavy part is really after just beginning. Yeah. Um, so we'll pick it up, you guys, in part two. Um, so we just definitely want to, again, thank you guys. If you've made it through this episode so far, thank you so much. Uh, Brandon, thanks so much for coming here and speaking with us on the story. And um, we really look forward to continuing. Yeah, absolutely. Hearing more about your
0: story.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, thank for giving me an opportunity to talk about it. Of
0: course. We're excited to learn more in, yeah, part two. All right, Corey, where can they follow us? Uh, you can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at X's and T underscore podcast, or you can send us an email if you want your own speak out session at X's and
1: T dot podcast at gmail.com. We'll tag all of that in there. And we do, we highly encourage if you have a story, as much or as little information as you want to provide, please, we would love to give our platform for you to share your experiences. Mm-hmm. It's important. All right. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.